Thank you much for tuning in to the KDK9 show. Okay, butterflies taste using their head, antenna, feet, or wings. Antenna. Nope. Oh, it's their feet. Their feet. Their feet. Okay, you ready for this? Uh, it's true. Uh, butterflies use uh, to, their feet to taste the food. Uh, the receptacles are on, on their legs. And so when... Um, uh, they, their, those receptacles, you know, on their feet are 200 times stronger than a human's taste buds. Okay. And humans taste have 9,000 taste buds. Okay. Dogs have 1,700 taste buds. Okay. But now a butterfly is 200 times stronger than a human, which is 9,000 taste buds. Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then at the moment when the butterfly lands on the plant, they immediately know whether it's edible or not. Oh, there interesting. You go. All right. Now you know. Okay, we got some great people waiting. Let's head to the phone lines. All right, we've got Amber on the line, and she's got some concerns with going to the vet during COVID. All right. Hi, Amber. Hi, how are you? Good, good. So what's what's going on? Well, I have gone to the vet three times during the COVID pandemic age, and the first time they came and took, you know, your pet from the car and took into the vet clinic yep which i totally understood yep and the second time we went into the clinic but then they took um my cat finney and then we proceeded with the vet visit over the phone okay so they were on the other side of the wall and we talked over the phone all right and we just had the annual visit the other day which i kind of assumed would be kind of normal but with masks so when i went in i said okay are we going to have a normal exam and they said well no we're trying to preserve our vets because if they get sick then our business yeah is jeopardized yep so i said okay so we went in and then i got called into an exam room and i brought um, my cat in and then the assistant came in and she closed the door and we had about a 10 minute visit to ask me questions about him and then she took finn away and for an exam and i sat in the exam room and waited, and then the vet came back with the cat in the room, and we sat and talked about the exam for 10 minutes in the exam room. <laughs> so then I was kind of questioning, yeah. why did they have to take the cat away for the exam when I'm in a closed-door room in the exam room with the vet, with our masks on, right. and the cat? Yeah, wow. So I just kind of wondered what if you had any insight to what kind of the normal protocols are happening right now with vets? Because it's 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 an individual vet with the clinics. Each clinic is to do what they want to. And, you know, it's not they're not mandatory by the vet association. So there were some vets during the main outbreak of COVID, especially if you went out of the city lines, you know, like up to, you know, north, like Lindstrom, Princeton, such like that. There was a lot of vets up there that were as they were just using masks. You know, everybody, you came in, you could still go in clinic. But the majority of, mm-hmm. uh, of vets were you sat in the car or, you you know, you walked your dog or cat to the door, you passed them off. They did whatever. Then they talked to you on the phone and then you got your animal back. Okay. That's what the majority of them done. Now that what just happened there, that was very i don't understand it <laughs> and so um i guess i would have asked something you know like okay why did he take my cat you know but yet we all wind up in the same room you know that doesn't make i think there's was some somebody wasn't doing we had their thinking cap on that doesn't make any sense because the, okay. ma- the majority of them are still you know whereas they meet you at the door and take your pet and then they talk to you over the phone 
That's what a lot of the majority are doing because they're trying to keep their staff safe and their vets safe, you know, not. And so that's why. And if the only way you go into the clinic and your mask is if you have to pay for it, you know, uh, whether it's, you know, because most of them are taking um, uh, uh, charge cards or cash. A lot of them don't mm-hmm. take checks. OK, but yeah, so that, that did not sound that does. <laughs> I think, yeah, somebody just wasn't thinking on that one because that one there, if they did allow you in, then everybody should have just been in the exam room. You know, especially if the vet came back. You yeah, know. that's what I thought was very strange. Because yes. I thought we're in this closed door room, masked with my cat for right. ten minutes. Yep, <laughs> yep, yeah. So yeah, that doesn't make you know if if the uh, the tech was doing the running, you know, type thing where the vet did not come in. I can understand that. All right, where the vet isn't directly, you know, with you. <laughs> so uh, I can understand that reasoning to a degree, but I do not understand where the do- you were in the room, the cat got, t- you know, uh, taken away for an exam, and then everybody comes back in. Yeah, that makes no sense to me whatsoever. <laughs> so, okay, so, maybe I should just ask them more questions. Then, yeah, I would, I would just ask them what is your protocol and explain how you were just kind of scratching your head and how it panned out. You know, and explain what you just said. And so can you explain this to me? You know, did somebody just get their wires crossed or, you know, I just I didn't understand it because that's the best thing to do is, uh, you know, ask questions. It really is because the vets are struggling, you know, because they're everything's just been kind of a mess. You've gotten inundated with animals now because everybody during COVID had gotten animals. And then you got staff to six and vets to see. It's just it's upside down and sideways. It really is. So that's why, like I say, basically, I wouldn't take my animals in at this point unless I truly needed, you know, the annual exam. I, I would kind of forego that until things loosen up a little bit. That would be my personal thing to kind of mm-hmm. free their time up, you know, for for ca- things that are truly sideways, you know, people that truly need help as far as their animals, you know, hitting the skids. So. Yeah, I was just concerned with the shot thing. I wanted to keep it on time. But. Yeah, but no, no, no. That's everybody thinks that you know. Um, is your cat a totally indoor cat? Yes, he oh, is. Okay, so the why? Who's he going to meet? I don't know. <laughs> okay, so that's why the thing is, is if you over vaccinate, you're going to do more damnation to your cat. Anyway, and so the thing is, is that you need to read the book, Your Cat by Hodgkins, because that's the whole thing. Is yeah, all the, yeah, because those things, you know, shots don't, don't expire. Like, you know, if you if it's due December 1st and you get it on uh, December 3rd, you know what I mean? The shots don't expire like that. That's not how the system works, you know, in, in us or or in any any being, all right? And so that's why, like I said, that's kind of non-emergency stuff and, and th- things would be just fine. But uh, like I said, the whole thing is just doing a little bit more homework and... And just to see if this is a protocol you want to keep up, okay? So do indoor cats really need rabies shots? <laughs> well, it's totally up to yourself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> totally up to yourself. It's your your cat, your your thing. But do some reading, you know, um, and understand why you're doing what you're doing and how often and why and stuff like that. You know, so in my book, you know, uh, most vac- uh, vaccinations are good for the life of the pet. And so it's just, it's, uh, you just got to, you know, do rating and decide what decisions do you want to make for your, I've made my decisions. And so now you, what, what are you going to be comfortable with? Okay. Every animal needs to have for sure, at least one rabies shot. That's, that's a given. All right. But the whole thing is, is that then again, how often with all the shots and that shot and just got to read and, 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 and gather your information and then make decisions that you're comfortable with. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you. Okay, kid. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, who's up? All right, we've got Anna on the line, and Anna has a dog with some allergy problems. All right. Hi, Anna. How you doing? 
Good, good. Thanks so much, Katie, for taking my call. Oh, thanks for calling. Um, I think you're just the person to kind of point me in the direction. Okay, what kind of dog? So she's a three-year-old Kelpie Pipple Mix. Okay. Um, we got her uh, early in the year of 2020, so like hey. May. Yeah. Um, and we've had her for, you know, this whole time up until probably May of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, we started noticing she was losing hair around her eyes. Mm-hmm. And it's now gradually progress down her snout. Okay. Um, we feed Nutrisource. You know, we rotate through all the proteins. Nice. Um, uh, no vaccines other than when we initially got her. You know, she was pumped with all the vaccines. She mm-hmm. was spayed and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, we got her through a rescue. Um, so she's had a skin scraping this past fall. That was clear, no mange, nothing like that. Um, I'm a stay-at-home mom, so I, you know, I kind of watch her pretty closely. Mm-hmm. Up until, like, the last month or so, I had never really seen her, like, rub her nose or rub her face. You know, our, our vet was thinking it was allergies, but mm-hmm. um, I had never seen her scratch, really. But now I've seen her really going after her, her snout, um, rubbing it against things, you know, um, doing that kind of thing. Okay. Um, so I, I'm just kind of not really sure, you know, our, our vet's not concerned. They say, you know, she said it's pretty minimal, um, kind of putting me in the direction of like allergy shots. Now I'm thinking, you know, I want to kind of get to the, the root cause of right. this. Is this a gut issue? We right. have tried raw goat milk okay. um, for a month or so, didn't help. We tried uh, fish oil and see, you know, we actually put her on raw food Mm -hmm. um, solidly for about two or three months, you know, and over that didn't make a difference. At all? Progressively, no. mm -mm. Okay. So it's kind of progressively getting worse and worse. Okay. Um, you want to hold that thought? We got to run to break, and yeah, so when we come sure. back, we will discuss this. Okay. okay. So don't yeah. don't hang up. All right. Are ready for this? How many seeds? Or, or, wait a minute. A pomegranate contains around 500 seeds. True or false? A pomegranate hold, contains about 500 seeds. True or false? We'll be back. All right. We're back. KDK9 show. Check out uh, my past shows at mytalk1071.com. You can also find my Facebook page there, and you can uh, check into that. I always post a lot of fun stuff. And then my KDK9 website, if you want to check into my classes and such. Okay, and email me or call me. Uh, a pomegranate contains around 500 seeds. True or false? I'm going to go with true. All right. False. Oh, man. Okay, close, so. 50-50 chance. Hey, yeah, the pomegranate is a real vitamin bomb. An average-sized pomegranate usually contains between 600 to 1,400 seeds. And that they are also um, are called arlis, A-R-I-L-S. Arlis is what are the seeds, I guess. But anyway, 600 to 1,400 Okay, now I'm guessing you're supposed to eat the seeds. I have yeah. never had a pomegranate. That's why it's so hard to eat them because you have to crack it open and then take all the seeds out. You're not, like, supposed, you're not supposed to eat the seeds? No, you're eating the seeds, but oh. like they're stuck inside of the like the shell. Oh, okay. Because I've never ever had a pomegranate. I've seen the outside, really? but I've never seen the inside. They're great, but they're just a lot of work. Okay. Yeah, that wouldn't be a victory. <laughs> I just want to eat it. I'm now, I'm hungry now. I want to eat it now. I don't want to work for my food. <laughs> but anyway. Mm, exactly. Okay, let's go on back. Who are we with? Anna. Anna, that's right. Hey, Anna. Okay, hey. one thing that I would try, because you tried conventional, because first of all, I was thinking of some kind of mange, okay? But if you had yeah. it, t- but how long ago did you have that test done? 
Um, we probably had it done in September. Okay. And, and I have two other dogs okay. as well. They're totally fine. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, like, she spends a lot of time in our backyard. She's caught her fair share of squirrels. Okay. And, you know, some squirrels. But I was like, I didn't think it could be, you know, contagious to dogs. And that's and and she, you know, we take her out on her boat, and you know, she's in the sun a ton. Okay. And so I thought, well, maybe it's like, you know, sometimes like border collies, I think, can get kind because of, her nose was at one point even like blistering. Okay. Um, and so and we haven't had that happen now since maybe August, but it is progressively getting worse, not to the point where you know it's just kind of I guess stayed the same, but it's definitely now. I was looking at some photos; it's now traveled down her snout. And it is really, you know, you can definitely see the spots where she's been rubbing now. And, and I don't know if I should try, like I said, Benadryl. I just, I don't know what to do. Well, I guess what I would do is I would try the holistic side. You know, maybe okay. get a hold of Dr. Jessica Levy, you know, yeah. at holistic-vet-care.com. And you can yeah. show her the pet. Because being that it's not getting, you know, slowly getting worse, it's not lots getting worse. And it's just directly yeah. on the face. There's, yeah. It's not like in her armpits and on her elbows or between her back no. legs. Mm-mm. Okay. No. Um, and so... Uh, there just might be some kind of mite that's not transferable to the others. What color is your dog? She's black. Black, okay. So I was going to say if she was light, she, you know, the, some of the light coats, you know, especially if they have pink skin, are more sun sensitive, you know, type things, oh, so they okay. can burn and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But anyway, that's what I would, uh, one thing I would try is I'd take some extra virgin coconut oil. Yeah. And I would put that on very lightly. And, you know, you don't want it running into her eyes or anything like that. Yeah. And grant you, she's going to look a little greasy, you know, but like I said, don't gob it on. Just kind of rub it in your hands and just lightly rub it like above her ear, her eyes, like you were saying, and then along the side and then down her snout. Okay. Cause yeah. that extra virgin coconut oil has so many healing properties to it yeah. that that's what I would definitely try that. Okay. And okay. then in the meantime, I guess I would talk because there might be a remedy or something because you've tried the traditional medicine and it hasn't really worked. Okay, so I right now I would try the holistic side and just see what they might have missed and go from there. But right away, yeah. if you got the extra version coconut oil, I would definitely put start putting that on like every other day for sure. All right? Yeah, okay, and I guess the only other thing I forgot to mention is that her ears are a little bit crusty. And our vet did take a look at her ears and didn't didn't find anything, didn't see anything. Okay, so, now is it a crusty ring around the, the edge of the ear all the way around? Is that crusty, or is no, it the crusty on the inside of the flap? I um, I would say it's more. She has really big ears, like really big pointy ears. So it's not like deep in her ear, but okay. it is on like the flappy part. It's just a little bit crusty, not a ton. Okay. But a little bit crusty. And I would say her eyes, like the inner part of her eyes are, are quite crusty as well. Not like a crust that I can like pick off. Like right. I probably have to soak it in like a hot compress and kind of, okay. it's kind of scabby. Okay. I would definitely start out with the extra version coconut oil, both ears and okay. face and such. That's where I would start because that has so many healing properties and it to yeah. top, is a good to- topical for any kind of cuts or, you know, I use that. I don't use hand lotion. I use extra virgin coconut oil. I, you know, okay. that's what I put on, you know, and then you have to wait for it to set in, you know, you know, settle into it to actually uh-huh. do some good. But I, that's what I would try first because, yeah, if you change the diet, even though you weren't on it, you know, when a dog is broken on the inside, you know, 
and vaccine over vaccinations can cause that. You know, obviously food can cause that stress, anything. But anyway, it takes us sometimes up to seven, eight months to see anything. Everybody wants to change immediately when they switch diets yeah. and such. And so I don't know. Do you have her on any probiotics, digestive enzymes? You know what? I don't right now. I mean, kefir and I will get the raw goat's milk. Mm-hmm. And so we will do that, you know, mm-hmm. basically every week. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that I haven't really seen anything. And that's been since, you know, all of this has been since May. I've been adding things for like a month or two and then, mm-hmm. you know, trying to be pretty deliberate. And like I said, watching my other dogs, one of them who does have like the raw feet, you know, really classic allergy kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and, sh- and she doesn't have that, even though she will occasionally lick her feet. It's more just like her face. Right, it's just right. So right. weird. So. Yeah, organic apple cider vinegar is really good for the gut, too, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I guess right now I would try the extra virgin coconut oil and then check with Dr. Levy. She does, um, you know, over the phone consults or email consults, you okay. can send her a picture and okay. then tell her what you have done. And yep. then if she has any suggestions for any remedies or something like that to use. Okay. And, uh, but yeah, usually at the change of diet, usually most often with something like this is that if you, when you switch over to a total raw diet for at least seven, eight months, you start seeing a turnaround. But if you already did it for two, three months, but saw absolutely yeah. nothing, cause you yeah. should have saw at least a little glimmer. <laughs> yeah, no, it's actually just been getting worse. Oh, and, okay. I, and I definitely want, didn't want to go to the dermatologist either cause I, I don't want to do like the allergy shot. I was right. like, no, this is. Yeah. yeah. No, you should, no, the allergy shots, I totally agree with you on that. And, and, but yeah, so like I said, I got a feeling that, you know, there you should be able to stumble on something here that will okay. relieve it and make it start growing. And hair is hard to roll back. You just got to, you know, got to be patient. Yeah. <laughs> but okay. anyway, so once you find out what exactly is, but if you got the extra virgin coconut, I'll start that tonight, okay? I will. I will. Okay. Thanks so much, Katie. You bet, kiddo. T- and put it in the ears too, okay? Okay. Okay. Do. Take care. Okay, bye bye. Bye. Yep, yep, yep. It's tough. All you can do is kind of sometimes guess. And that's how we learn from each other. You know, it's like when one person has to deal with this, what they did, and it either worked or whatever. So if anybody listening had the same thing with their dog and um, um, and you figured it out, you know, give a holler and, and let us know because that's how we all, you know, do it. We, we work together as a team. All right. How much time we got there, ma'am? We've got about a minute and a half. Okay. Who's up next? We've got Rachel on the line. She's got a great Pyrenees that likes to eat frozen poop. Ah, hey, there you go. Hey, Lois. Oh, wait a minute. Rachel. We got Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi there. Okay, so a great peer likes to eat poop. Okay, usually that is uh, how old? Uh, she is 13 months. 13 months, okay. When a dog eats poop, that means their gut system is upside down and sideways. Whether it's their own poop, whether it's deer, rabbit, whatever, cat, <laughs> it means yeah. that their gut system is sideways. And so then, first of all, what food do you feed? Nutrisaurus. Okay, are you on the regular or are you still on puppy? I'm still on puppy. Get her off a puppy. And okay. also, their puppy formula is a chicken. And so okay. we want to go to something else that doesn't have the chicken in. Maybe you could try the turkey and rice. Or you can try, like, the pure Vitaline turkey and um, uh, turkey and uh, sweet potatoes. That's a grain-free, okay? okay? Yep. You want to try to, you know, go, like, a bag of grain-free, a bag not. They got the okay. brand-new so um, element. Grain-free right now. Say again? Um, you know, and actually, she just started... It's, we we switched her food because she wasn't eating. Um, she wasn't liking her food. She'd sniff at it, take a couple bites, and then mm-hmm. and uh-huh. I, I just could tell she she really didn't care for it. Mm-hmm. And so I'd always have to doctor it up with goat's milk, with kefir, different things like that. 
Um, and then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to try switching to a totally different brand. So mm-hmm. I did Nutrisource. And that, you know, it's just been since we've switched that she's started eating her poop. Okay. And well, I, not even just hers. It's, it's, it doesn't everybody. matter. Yeah, I know. And it's only frozen. Yep, yep. Okay, let me hold on and we'll come back and we'll address it, okay? Okay, a cluster of bananas is known as a head, a mouth, a hand, or teeth. Be back. All right, we're back. Appreciate it. We got people online. On line. We don't want to keep them any longer. A cluster of bananas is known as a head, a mouth, hand, or teeth. A cluster of bananas. See, I always thought it was a bunch. Okay. But I guess maybe teeth. Teeth. Okay. No, it's called a hand. Hand. Okay. No when you know that a cluster of bananas is called a hand. You can guess that a single banana is called a finger. Hand of banana can <laughs> contain between th- three and 20 fingers. Mm. So a cluster of bananas or a bunch of bananas is actually known as a hand. Of it's t- kind of creepy thinking uh, about it that way. <laughs> okay, and the little fingers. Okay, there you go. Okay, let's go on back. Rachel, right? <laughs> okay. Hey, Rachel. Hey. Okay. Um, now, because what, what when dogs eat poop, okay, whether it's frozen or whatever type thing, that tells you that they're missing some like probiotics and digestive enzymes, I mean, some gut enzymes in their gut. And sometimes by changing the food, what happens is that's a good thing. But if you hadn't done it very often, and this is like the first kind of time you change the food, the, right. the gut doesn't have enough stuff to work with the new protein that just came in. And so then what you got to do is you got to do give some probiotics, digestive enzymes. You can do apple cider vinegar. You got to help reinstate some of the enzymes because truth be told with dogs, remember they are put on this earth to be scavengers, to be the cleanup crew, to eat everything and anything and never skip a beat and then we bring them into the house and we feed them the same thing over and over and over again and so that's why a lot of dogs when you try to change the food they can either get their runs really bad or they start you know they like they don't know how to digest this new enzyme the new protein i should say because they don't have the enzymes for it and so that's why what you're just going to do for a while you're going to have to add you could add organic apple cider vinegar that's a good help good enzyme to help break down the uh, break down the food you can mix it with you know canned pumpkin plain yogurt or if you rehydrate the dry food just mix it into that all right how many pounds is your dog uh she's just over a hundred. Just over a hundred. Okay, so you can do a tablespoon a day with her for organic apple cider vinegar. Okay. Okay, and then like I said, just there again. Now just kind of keep rotating. Oh, now uh, Nutrisource has a new line element, which is phenomenal okay. because it has a high protein level and such like that. And she's old enough now that you know you because with giant breeds you don't want to give them too much high protein stuff because it's you know. Uh, it, it can make them grow too fast and they have a lot of joint problems, you know, type sure. thing. So like, but if you did, you know, a small bag of that and then rotate into maybe the turkey and brown rice and then, the, you know, maybe the trout, you know, so that's the whole thing. The more you can rotate so that the, the gut gets a good enzymes going that it can break down anything. She won't need the doo-doo to eat. To try okay. to find that enzymes. That's what they're trying to find in, by eating the doo-doos. Is okay. the, the it enzymes to help their, guy, their gut digest what they're eating. Okay. Okay. So I, I'm curious though, like, because like I said, we we've, we've been giving her um, like the raw goat's milk and also the the plain kefir mm-hmm. um, pretty regularly. Yep. So it helps, um, but it's, there's not enough. That and just do the ACV or. 
There, that helps, you know, the goat milk, especially and stuff like that. But right. that's not enough of the different because okay. the, the, like with the probiotics and the digestive yeah. enzymes, you want different strains, you okay. know, at least four sure. different strains, you know, in there. So like uh, like Vital Planet has got like 20 billion CPUs, you know, such like that. And so that's sure. the whole thing is that, you know, the kefir, that's good. And the goat milk, that's good. The kefir, but like say goat yogurt, a lot of people say, well, why can't I just give my dog yogurt? Well, yogurt right. is, is better than none, but it does doesn't have sufficient amount to rebuild anything that's depreciated. You'd have to give them like garbage cans full, (laughs) you know, to try to get up to what they need. And so that's why what you just got to do, I applaud you for doing that, but the the gut has depreciated to a a level that it needs help. And the help is by way of eating doo-doos. Okay. okay. And then real quick, should we, is that something we just continue on? Like after she's done eating the poop, do we keep doing, you know, just doing that on a daily basis? Well, I do. Kind of wean off of that after Okay. Well, what I do until we, I can get the gut bat restored, I do it yeah. every day. Okay. Then once I start okay. seeing that she's not doing it anymore and then, you know, then I start weaning her off. Like instead of doing it every day, I do it every other day. And okay. then, I, but I always, for sure, at least once, twice a week, I will, I'll give some probiotics and digestive enzymes to keep the gut in healthy shape. I just sure. don't do it every day like I did to try okay. to get they get them up and going. Okay. Okay. Oh, this is great. Thank you. Okay. And so then get her off of the puppy food yep. and, and, and on to the, the I would, adult. Yep. Get her into the okay. the Nutrisource has got so many different, you know, uh you know, you could try the new element. But yep, but okay. don't stay totally with elmo because that's you know right. it's such a high yep. protein for the giant breeds. You don't want to feed it you know too much. But as it gets bigger, then I mean if she gets to be two years old, two years old and older, yep. then element would be an awesome uh, for that dog. But okay. if just have it in rotation, like try the trout and rice. Try maybe then a grain free, like maybe the pure vita turkey and sweet potato. You know the more okay. that you can kind of you know just rotate it in. You know vets are still saying don't feed your dog any grain free food. It's going to kill them. And no Aww. folks, it's that's if you that think the the research and Nutrisource is behind a lot of the research that is going on right now to see okay what is you know the FDA when they came out with that blaming grain free food they had no research no basis and so yeah. they just said oh we bad we retract that statement well too late everybody was hit panicking now and right. so now uh, what Nutrisource and a couple other the main uh, companies are doing research right now to find out okay but the the safer way to see if there's any truth in that number one but the thing in, in the meantime just don't feed a total grain free diet you know do right. you know like a grain free and a non grain free or do two non grain frees and a Great free. The more you rotate it, your dog is going to be healthier anyway. Okay. Okay. Wonderful advice. Thanks so much, Katie. Thank you, kiddo. Take care. Have a good evening. You too. Bye bye. Bye bye. Yeah, you know, like that cardio dilated cardiomyopathy that a lot of the vets are still like, like vets, stop, stop it. <laughs> Dogs are not going to die by eating grain-free foods. Okay, the like I say, Nutrisource is heading up one of the ma- major, major uh, uh, research on this to find out. Okay, what is the cause? Why does it seem like dilated cardiomyopathy is is happening more often nowadays? Is it the grain freeze? Well, what when FDA threw that out, it was just kind of like they had no basis, no scientific, nothing. It was a guesstimate. And so, but then everybody heard about that, but then nobody heard the FDA four months later coming out and say, oh, we bad, we retract that. <laughs> everybody is still pine, p- pounding about that. So, folks, if you're worried at all until the main research comes out, then just do it in rotation. Do a bag of grain-free, non-grain-free, bag of grain-free, non-grain-free, some raw, some dehydrated, some freeze-dried. Uh, you cook for them. You know, get the rotation in there, and then you won't have to worry about it, okay? All right. Who is up? 
All right, we've got Lois who has a question about her cat. Okay. Hi, Lois. Hello. How are you? Good. How about yourself? Well, I tell you, I wish my cat was. Uh oh. What's up? <laughs> okay. I talked to you a while ago, and we just got this. We rescued this cat, and so we took her to um, Jill Armstrong in in Amory. Okay. Yep. And um, she, you know, we we didn't know if it was a female or male, but we found out she's a she's a she. Okay. But she gave her her deworming and and did a bunch of things. But then she said he had a, 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 some ear mics and something in his ears. So I got the drops and we put it in there, no problem. But I brought in a plant, a uh, amaryllis, yep. and it was full of gnats. Okay. And it ended up to be that the cat got some of the gnat bites. Okay. And not only the gnat bites, but she told me to, to put that collar on for the fleas and stuff. And I did. And the cat has no hair now. Yep. Around the neck. Yep. That's a side effect. Get that collar. Cut it up and throw it away. I, I did. I already threw it Good. away. If this was only on just a few minutes. Yep. No, I know. that. That's why I the any flea tick collars, they should be, you talk about FDA stopping things. Those things should be thrown into the toilet. Or not the toilet. Oh no, we don't want that. Just that. absolutely no hair. Yeah, it'll that. it'll grow back, though. But what you want to do is, um, now are you talking, is it, was it gnats or was yeah. it fleas? Gnats. gnats now. Okay. The fleas are gone because of the eardrops and stuff we were putting in there. But now I've seen, literally seen the gnats because I brought in a plant and they had them. Okay. I wrapped that plant up and threw it in the garbage, but now I've seen a gnat or two every now and again. And I'm still, and I'm spraying all, you know, the the edges of everything. I got some stuff from the, the store and I still see one or two. Okay. But yeah, don't, what are you spraying it with? Um, it, and. What the cat? No, the counters. You say you're spraying the counters. Oh no, no counters, no counters, no food counters. It's just doing. It's indoor ortho. Oh yeah, throw that away. That's har- very harmful, very toxic to your environment. Okay. Uh, and what so, do I use? So what you're going to do is you get a fly swatter, start smacking them suckers. But otherwise, you're going to get <laughs> diatomaceous earth, diatomaceous earth, food grade, diatomaceous earth. Earth. Right, food grade. Oh. Okay, okay. and it looks like part powdered chalk. Okay, and so yes. what you're gonna do then is um put it in a baby sock, zip okay. tie it, and then just okay. pat like one pat on the back of your dog's uh dog's your your cat's neck, you know where the shoulder blades are. Right. And then one pat like um uh, uh, uh on the chest, you know, under the okay. chin. All right, and you need food, food grade. And if the cat licks it, no big deal. It's good for the cat. Okay, and yeah. then the area that where are you seeing these gnats? I I seen him flying. I literally did not see him on her. Okay, because like I said, if there's an area, then you want you want to try to find uh, find an area that you you uh, you know like maybe they're breeding or whatever type thing, and you just pat pat that with that area. Okay. But otherwise, you get a fly swatter and just start smacking them as you see them. Yeah. Okay. But I'm you, giving her, I got some, it's called whole-hearted green-free 
for cats with a probiotic already in it. Mm-hmm. It's for kittens. Okay. And she loves that food. Oh, good. But then she doesn't like the pate so well. Okay, you could add a little bit of warm water with that. Because dog, cats don't chew their food, they lick their food. Right. Okay. So if you add, make a little bit of warm water and kind of make like a little gravy out of it, they'll like it a lot better. Okay. Okay. But, but on the open sores now, like where the gnats bitter. Yep. Can I put that extra virgin oil, you, coconut oil on yep. it? Yep. Put the little extra virgin coconut oil where there's a sores around the neck. Okay. okay. And then once that starts getting healed up, you know, then just kind of, just put a little bit, don't like grease your neck. Okay. Right. <laughs> just a little right. bit, you know, here, you got to let it absorb it in and she should be fine. But as far as the gnats, yeah, throw all that chemicals away because you're toxifying your environment, yourself, your air, okay. that is stuff like that. You know, okay. just you don't hit the panic button. But that diatomaceous earth, you can get it online. You know, like you can get like, uh, and I'm trying to think of some other places. You could get it. it, 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 it uh, believe it or not, they have it at health food stores, you know, type thing. But oh. but it doesn't take much. It's just put it, you know, just a little because like any crustacean, any gnat, flea, fly, centipede, ant, anything that crawls through the diatomaceous earth, what it does is it scrapes their their crustacean and then they dehydrate and die naturally, okay, without having any chemicals whatsoever. So just let's, don't do that, don't, you know, throw the chemicals out, don't hit the panic button because you're just toxifying your cat more and you more, all right? Okay, so now how many of these shots is she supposed to have? She got two deworming what's the ultimate plus okay o-t-o-m-i-t-e plus okay i don't know what that is that sounds like it's a warmer i'm not sure on that okay and then her first back she got and then that's now she just needs to go back to get Okay, do you want to, um, can you hold on to that stuff? Hold yeah. on, we got to run to break. Okay, when you come yeah. back, let's discuss a little bit more, okay? Okay. Which of these will float if you drop it in water? Apple, carrot, potato. We'll be back. Hey, like for listening to the Katie K9 show, we're back after two weeks. Well, two sat- Sundays off, but three weeks till today. But anyway, so luckily I didn't have to be retrained. Now, we had a caller that called in and suggested, which is a bingo in my head. Totally forgot about that. So with a caller who called in, I appreciate it about plastic dishes, eating out of plastic dishes or plastic water bowls. Okay, the caller we think was named Anne, and they called in with the dog that was balding around its nose and around its eyes. A lot of times, plastic dishes whether it's drinking bowls or whether it's bowls that you feed the dog out of. Same with cats, too. Is that, the, you know, plastic, plastic has a lot of chemicals in its parts, and many dogs, they react to that. So that's a possibility. So, Anna, check your, or Ian, whichever, uh, 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 if you have plastic bowls, pitch them okay usually i only feed my dogs out of good ceramic bowls um a lot of times the metal one uh makes too much noise and scares the dog scares the dog so i just use regular good ceramic you know uh bowls and you got to remember to wash them just don't keep feeding them over and over and over and not and let them have all this crud <laughs> build up in it okay okay let's go back to lois Lois, are you yeah. there? Okay. Okay, yeah. so now, I know I forgot. Okay, cat. Da, da, okay, da. okay pa- now, is it, is it, does she have to have two vac- vaccines? Oh, there you go. Cats? Okay, so now how many, how old is your cat? She's, she, um, 
we're not positive, but I think she was born in August. Okay, okay. But okay. she's only four pounds, ten ounces. Right. See, myself, I would hold off on that. When I had um, Adeline, she was born at our place. I did not yeah. bring her into the vet until she was five months old. And then I just had, uh, uh, you know, I had her fixed. Well, actually, she was six months because I had her fixed at that time. And then, uh, yeah, so what you got to do is you got to read up on it. And there again, I guess the, the book for the hour, <laughs> the two hours, you need to get the yeah. book Your Cat by Hodgkins, okay. H-O-D-G-K-I-N-S. Because what you got to do is you got to read up and you got to make decisions that you're comfortable with. Because when they're little, little like that, just like little, little dogs and such like that, we got to be very mindful. And don't be in a hurry to, you know, pound them with vaccinations and such oh, like no. that. And so that's why what I would rather do with this cat is to sit back, educate yourself, and make decisions on what you want to do. There is a, uh, she has a Facebook page and she's also um, has her website. It's called the Conscientious Cat. The Conscientious Cat. And so what she can do, uh, she is a wealth of information for cat issues and cat stuff, all right? And so that's what you've got to do is you've got to be able to, you know, empower yourself, make decisions that you're comfortable with. But when you've got these little peanuts like that, I'm really worried about putting tons of diseases in them and having them help. Yeah. So I would just hold off. Like I said, with my Adeline, I held off till she was six months old. But, you know, Adeline was just in the house and just on the deck and back in again. She didn't go anywhere. Not outside. (laughs) Okay. See there again. So right there, you got you got to take that into you know how you know what's the chances of something being picked up. But you got to do stuff that you are comfortable with, and not that well. You got to do this. You got to do that. You got to do this. Okay, you got to do it because you asked for it, not because it's demanded or commanded. All right. So yeah, if you well, get, I need to get her fixed. Oh yeah. So that's a, a must. Right. But at the same token. I just don't want her to be on all this crap. Right, exactly. And that's your pet, your, your whatever. So, like I said, you can do this. But like I said, that book, Your Cat by Hodgkins, okay? And then also, like I said, The Conscientious Cat, that's another one. So what you got to do is just start empowering yourself. Stop with the vets, okay? Just yeah. breathe, em- empower yourself, get collect information, and then make decisions that you're comfortable with, okay? Yeah. Okay. Because I wouldn't do it. I tell everybody with cats and dogs, I w- I'm more comfortable with giving my cat or dog a rabies shot when they're older, like about eight months or so, and two months well, away she from it. She couldn't good. get a rabies shot because she was too little. Yep, you bet. And so that's why I I would let her get older before I would even do that. Okay, so but that's like I said, you got to do what you're comfortable with. You know, three words that vets hate, as Katie Canine says. And the purpose is I try to empower people to make their decisions. I don't want to make their decisions for them. I want to show you avenues so you can collect the the, the information, and then you can do what you are comfortable with. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, we lived on a farm. Sure, all the cats never got fixed, never got anything. But I understand that. But this is an indoor cat. Right. Never going to see the outdoor Right. Yep. Yep. And so that's why you got to make up your mind. What are you going to? What are you comfortable with? Okay. I got to get some books to read. That's yes. All I know. Yep. Because like I say, because anytime, you know, um, somebody, you know, goes up and, and makes you feel like you're a bad cat owner, you know, because you're not doing this and you're not doing that. Say, so, you know what? I'll take this under consideration. But right now I'm here for this. And uh, I don't want to, you know, and I'll, I'll, I'll take it under consideration and I'll get back to you. Okay. Because well, I like, can't get over this, all of her hair being gone. He, oh yeah. Because at that young age, had her neck and her, her inside of her, her outside of her, 
her leg and her whole entire body. Right, but yeah. you know what? I'm, I'm, I hate to tell you this, but you're you sure you're darn glad you're down lucky to have that cat still here. I'm surprised it didn't oh. kill her. And so that's why, like I said, you just just because it's suggested doesn't mean you should do it. Because a cat that's only four Joey pounds. Me, she said that Jill Armstrong told me that go and get you the, those collars and get it on that cat ASAP. I put it on there. Not even it wasn't even on there. Twenty minutes and that happened. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I believe it. No, because it's very toxic for a small little bean like that. Okay. Well, I feel sorry for because she's such a loving cat. Oh, don't worry. It'll all come back. She looks like crazy right now, but just give yeah. her kisses and hugs, and she'll and then get her on good food, and uh, you know she'll start. She'll she'll go. All that hair will grow back, and I'm just happy that she didn't die in you. Okay. Me too. Okay. Thank you. You betcha, kiddo. All Take right. care. Bye bye. But so you got to remember the vets are brought up with, you know, you know, the, all the chemicals and, you know, and such like that. And so a lot of times they don't think nothing of it. But see, in my mind, I what I will if I won't put it on myself, I'm not going to put it on or in my dogs or my cats. And so that's a good rule of thumb, you know, to do. Um, I just remember we didn't do the trivia question. OK, which of these if you drop it in water floats, apple, carrot or potato? Potato. It floats. No, I'm doubting. Oh, apple! Ding, oh ding, ding, ding. Okay, yeah. If, which of these it. will float? Okay, yep. Yeah. Apple, carrot, potato. An apple floats. Like remember, bobbing for apples. Yeah, of there course. we go. Oh my yes, gosh. one of my head. There you go. So anyway, so hopefully you learned something today. I was glad to be back. I'm glad to be back in the driver's seat. And uh, hopefully, uh, like I said, this is the 20th year for the station, and it's been dead day in the man. The, the <laughs> I shouldn't talk like that about our big boss, Dan the Man. But anyway, he is he's he's awesome. His ideas, he's the one that kinda saved this FM one oh seven because it when it first came out twenty years ago, it was just a test pilot. There was never like a girls talk radio. You know, it was always guys, you know, like fifteen hundred or Rush Lumball and such like that. Mm-hmm. And nothing wrong with that. But, you know, girls need opportunity to, so they weren't even sure what they wanted to do with it, but it was a crazy idea, and then it went up and down, had some, but by Jimmy Christmas, we got the right people, power in place, and, and, uh, Whatever you call it, yes, Mrs. Hubbard, not Mrs. Hubbard, Ginny, uh, Ginny, she, um, uh, she, uh, came up and, and along with her and Dan, everybody kept us going. So here we are 20 years later. So enjoy him because we sure are here. So you guys, uh, if you don't train them, don't blame them. So train on to every day, every week. Your dog should learn something new. Start naming their toys. See you next week.